Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the Big Bird and Snuffleupagus of the UK detailing community. This is Season 2, Episode 20. Do you think I'm stupid? I am a deep-fried Mars bar named Specky McSporran, and I'm joined as usual by my good friend, co-host, and part-time warrior of Welsh sheep, Mr. Paul Dolden. Hello, welcome to the oh, I've Got Man Flu edition. Uh, feel sorry for me, sympathy vote edition of the podcast. Yes, I have a cold. <laughs> Everybody knows this is three times as bad as open heart surgery. I kid you not. Yes. I apologise for my dulcet tones, folks. I have got a rather bunged up snozzle. You may have noticed this in the last video. And you also I've have a cold. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, oh, my God. It's gone downhill already. Uh, we welcome a new sponsor. Um, allow me to introduce, is it safe to go in yet? <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. This is not dirty toilet humour when you you know you you're frightened to go in the bathroom because somebody's waved a relative off to the coast. <laughs> Fear not. No, this is much better than that. Now we bought. Do you remember Tammy Gotchas? Do you remember Tammy Gotchas? You know, way back in the nineties. Ta- Tammy Gotchas. Fantastic. Not Tamagotchis. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that sort of thing. About the size of a pebble. He's getting for, yes. It's a demise of Toys R Us, I have you know. <laughs> it I blame I blame them for Toys R Us disappearing. Anyway, new device. Is it safe to go in yet? This uses mind ray technology. And I'll patent this. Do you know what I've called it? Mr. T. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. Mind ray technology. I don't even if you can get that away with that one, honestly. Mr. T. He's, re, he's retired. He wouldn't mind. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't mind. He's, he's retired. Retired? Is he, is he dead? Is he not dead? I don't know. No, I don't say that. Oh. I have to start wearing a black armband. <laughs> no. Carry uh, on. You, anyway, getting back to... go on about this. I'm going to Google whether or not he's dead or not. Carry on. <laughs> That's it. Show I'll be cut short. <laughs> so this mind ray technology. What's the idea behind this? I hear you cry into your earbuds. This is... You know when you... Let's just say you, you may be walking on eggshells. Those of us that are married out there, you're in a relationship... You might be walking on eggshells. There might be a, an underlining issue within the household and you just don't know whether it's safe to go into the house yet. You might want to go around the block, nip to Tesco's, go and get some beer, bottle of red wine, a bunch of flowers, just go in gently. This saves all that, saves your money because it shoots rays into the house, into your partner's head, and then it reads back if they're in a good mood or not. This is genius, Utter genius. Uh, no longer walking on eggshells. You can go in waving your pants around your head going, <laughs> yay, let's, let's go on holiday. <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about this for a lot, a lot. I've been talking to you about a lot, a lot of things lately as well, but I've been thinking about this invention which I've made up, I mean, uh, found out, mm. and I think it's going to sell millions. Think about it. Driving home, just pondering to yourself thinking, it's Friday night tonight. Date night, going to get a bottle of wine, going to get the meal deal from Tesco's, and not the ones with the sandwiches and the crisps, <laughs> the ones with the bottle of wine and the, you know, the souffles, sticky toffee pudding. Can you imagine you know if you go it the wrong way around, though, and you're like, here you go, here's some watsits and a mineral water and, and some sushi. <laughs> yeah, here's some cheese and onion walkers and a Mars bar. Oh, by the way, I I drank the Red Bull. Yeah, that's going to go down really well. <laughs> So this, this, I think this is a genius idea. All you got to do is press the button. As I say, it's the size of one of those Tammy gotcha things, whatever they're called. The demise of Toys R Us, we know this. It's well documented. It was either that or Playmobil. I can't remember, one <laughs> of the two. But the, these, this is fantastic. You've got to leave it a little, you've got to get to, it's about 500 yard range. It's about 500 yards. I've tested it out, don't worry. Top of my road, press the button. Came back with a, a, a bonus. I thought, yeah, this is fine. Just came back. Mood good. That's all, that's all it is. It's very, very basic. Very basic technology. A bit like a calculator used to light up. You know, Casio, 1986. <laughs> Think that. Retro. I was, I was five. It runs on treble. I was five <laughs> years old, Paul. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking about five stone. <laughs> or, 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 uh, oh, it's been a long time since I've been that. five stone, sunshine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, uh, available, obviously, all good JML stockists. It's uh, next to the mops and the windscreen wipers with the 1,500 blades on them that don't work. <laughs> so, thank you to Is It Safe To Go In Yet? This week's sponsor. On with the show. I love that. I love that sponsor. It could be really, really useful, but um, 
I'd, I'd love to know how you tested it, what your um, your criteria was. Well, maybe oh, I can't. <laughs> I, we'll talk about that one off air. I couldn't divulge such information. <laughs> um, I will tell you also, while I was Googling, Mr. T is absolutely not dead. So um, I go. knew this. There you go. How else will I get the paint? He's uh, he's I'd have been seventy years old. How old? He's seventy. Is he really? <laughs> wow. There you go. Right. Okay. Is he still in the A team? Uh, <laughs> is the A team still on? Uh, let's not talk about that god awful movie remake. Um, right. Let's talk about the news. News is always good. Um, I I found this one rather interesting and slightly funny. Um, for those of you who are in the UK detailing community, if you follow on Instagram many different detailers, valeters, you know, different companies uh, doing their thing, <laughs> one of the brands, which is, I'd like to say local to me, but actually isn't local to me, it's uh, down in Glasgow, is Absolute Valeting and Absolute Wax. Uh, Steve and Shivy down there, they've uh, very kindly supported my channel in the past. They've sent me bits and pieces. Um, they do a really good high-end job of, of detailing. They do some cracking work. Anyway, um, apart from all this, this is this is by the by. One thing that Steve had posted uh, some time ago was that he had gone to his local um, home waste recycling centre, you know, otherwise called The Dump, um, and we... My favourite place. Yeah, yeah, I know, you're there all the time. Literally, every time I, I message know. Paul. Every yes. time I message Paul and he messages me back, he says, you never guess where I'm going. The dump. Um, you can I'm, lip I'm, you can lip read the guys at work, though. I just go, here comes Stig. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who are a certain age will remember that programme. Those of you who don't, that was a TV series about some caveman that lived in some pit somewhere. Very low budget. Yeah, this is, this is nothing to do with Top Gear. Nothing to do no. with that. Um, so anyway, he went to the local home waste recycling centre and um, they often have some sort of container or something which is for electrical goods where they're separated off, you know. So if you've got TVs, washing machines, any of these things that are knackered, you can dump them in this big container or something like that. So Steve was, was there and he happened to spot in this kind of, it looked a bit like a walk-in skip, you know, um, where uh, he spotted a Henry vacuum, you know, Ooh, little Henry's little dust. happy smiley faces. Yeah, he spotted one of those and he said... I'd have been straight in Well, there. He, he looked at it and he thought, no, I can't take it. And he disappeared and then he went, no, sod it, I'm going for it. And he, he went back for it. He went back, he took it, he chucked it in the car, he took it home. He plugged it in, he switched it on, it worked. Can you believe it? Absolutely incredible. This is not the main part of the story, though. What is funny is that sometime down the line, someone has reported him for theft of that vacuum. I'm not joking. He, he Grand Theft Auto Vacuum? Wow. Yeah, honestly, uh, this is insane. I'm pretty sure nothing would have been said if that thing didn't work. If he took it and it didn't work, and hadn't said anything, nobody would be any the wiser. But I think somebody somewhere saw this little, you know, thing that he put on his Instagram, on his reels or stories or whatever, uh, taking his uh, his his little new newly found Henry and getting it to work. Now, at the end of the day, we're we're all about reusing things, right? We don't want waste. Yeah, re, re, yeah. right. Okay, e waste up, up, is ups, upcycling. Upcycling, yeah. E waste is a really terrible thing right now because we throw away so many electrical devices and there's so much precious metals and minerals and things in there that could be reused and things like that when things get dumped so rather than doing the right thing and just saying hey he took something made it work and now it's getting a second life it's getting a second wind somebody went no i'm reporting him for that so he posted a thing on his uh, on his story where the police were pulling away and he had a I believe it was a warning. I haven't reached out to him. I should maybe follow up with this story to be 100% sure. Really? But he had a little printed out ticket where it was an official warning for for a theft of this thing that somebody else didn't want. They were throwing it in the dump. And that someone else said... world gone nuts. I know, isn't it just? Honestly, someone else said, eh, you can't do that. Oh, that's theft. Oh, I'm going to phone the police. Seriously, you have got 
something wrong with you. There's something missing in your life somewhere if you are that shallow and petty to go and report something like that. At the end of the day, what he did was he reused a piece of technology that someone else was getting rid of, an electronic device. The fact that he didn't go out and pay for it has irked somebody and said, I have to... That, That grinds my gears... But fair play to him. He did say uh, in the comments of this uh, post that he put up that he said the police looked kind of embarrassed that they had to be there to do all this in the first place. He said they just looked like they were really uncomfortable with doing it in the first place. God, that's... Oh, that's How sad is that? Angry and, and also bitter and sad. I mean, I mean, I, you, I go to the local dump. I know the guys down there. They will happily say, yeah, help yourself. If you want to take that out of there, you know, um, there's another Porsche over there that's been dumped. Quite a nice area. <laughs> it's, um, it's Essex, no, you know. Essex. <laughs> it's Essex, yeah. Uh, can I take this Range Rover? Yeah, no yeah it's a white one. Uh, what a surprise. Wheels, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a white one. And do you want a horse box to go with it? Uh, and also, someone's dumped a powerboat and a jet ski. Yes, oh, and a whole load um, of ombre no, there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can someone, can someone please take these 10 sunbeds? They're taking up the room. We can't get the green waste back in. Um, oh, I do find that absolutely... Oh, dis- it just destroys any good-natured... Per- I just, I'm speechless. Mate, that person needs to take a long, hard look in the mirror and either go and buy a gun or walk off a short pier. That is a very, very sad state of affairs. Really Unbelievable. I think, I think someone's just you know, we're all- like annoyed. They're like, oh, but uh, if only that was me. Well, because it wasn't me, I have to say something about it. <sighs> I, I mean, we've been... I mean, Samantha's got her own cleaning business, and um, she a lot of her uh, clients, the elderly uh, clients, they bring back Dysons to me, and I fix them. And it's normally a belt or a motor or something really simple. They're very, very basic things. Yep. The same with a Henry. You can buy spare motors for those, filters, pipes, you name it, you can buy it. And we've bought loads of bits and pieces off for, for eBay for the Dysons. And... The guy over the road has got one. He gave it to me, and I put new motor in it and everything else, and it works. It's we live in such a throwaway society. It's a very sad state of affairs. This is yeah. We throw so much stuff away, which could be a fuse, it could be just a wire, a motor. No, it's just as easy as going order a new one. You know, it's funny because we were um, where I meet my my mate at work. There's a like a, a coldy sack. And he turned around to me and he went, look at that. He goes, that's one delivery. And someone had had like a Mac delivered, you know, Apple Mac, mm-hmm. not a raincoat. <laughs> Sound like a 65-inch like LED, OLD, whatever they are, those super-duper tellies. Mm-hmm. I think there was another, it was a two or three other electrical items. It was thousands, like literally thousands of pounds worth of, of you know consumer goods and these were just the boxes sat there and you look around look at the houses you think yeah well that's probably why it's a nice area big houses but if you actually think about the amount of gear that we chuck in a skip it's quite sad but that is just oh, they just want beating to death their own slippers i'm sorry <laughs> i'll tell you something though like out of all this th- there are going to be those guys i mean it- it's good that your guys down at your dump you know your own first name terms with them and everything you know you uh because you know them so well, but if they were the kind of guys to say, I'm sorry, but, you know, once it's in this container, it all has to go away, and I, I think, actually, the jobs worths that are at my local tip, um, they would be like that. They would say, oh, no, no, you know, you can't you can't do that. You can't take it away. I guarantee you, as soon oh, as the gates just close... Knocked my, just knocked my mic of my nose. I do apologise. <laughs> I didn't realise my nose was that big. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is what happens when Duck. you get man flu. <laughs> so anyway, as, it, it, as I guarantee you, as soon as those gates close, those guys are in there with the... They've already earmarked things that they're going to be taking home with them. They've already identified things that are going to be useful to them. They'll take it. They'll tell you you're not allowed to take it, but they'll take it. That's probably why they don't want you to have it. 
I can continue this. There is a guy that turns up at this site. I think it's on a Tuesday or something. I don't know. He's got a big, like, Mercedes Sprinter. And he will literally take, like, the furniture and things like that. Maybe, like, the house clearance stuff that they, you know, the sort of stuff, like, 70 sort of furniture, all that sort of, all those bits yeah, and pieces. Yeah. And he will then go and sell it. So he'll give those lads whatever. I, I can't name names because, obviously, it's, you know, you can't do that sort of thing. But there's obviously stuff going on where they sell it move it on recycle it upcycle it which you know there's loads of upcycling stuff goes on people get furniture and they repaint it whatever we're going to end up with just one big void full of crap yeah we've already got landfill sites of this is turning into like an eco show <laughs> what's going on i swear i've tuned into country files <laughs> podcast um but you know what i mean it's it's just a really sad it's those sort of people have nothing going on in their life. They've watched the daytime telly. Loose women's finished. You know, there's nothing on. And they're probably looking at something just to have a moan about and a bitch about. They just don't deserve to be Do you know who that sounds like? Do you know who that sounds like? That sounds like someone who comments on your videos. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping you were going to go into that one because you're like, yeah, yeah. Mm. I will... Yeah, we'll do in a minute. We haven't really done any. Well, this is just your news. Blimey, we've got another half an hour for my news. Um, yeah, very sad. Move along. What's the next bit of news? Come on, there must be some more okay. crazy gossip going crazy on. Crazy gossip, crazy gossip. Um, not on my list of things. I, I have two. I, I filmed. Right, let's see. Okay, I filmed the video. I've got a video out. By the time you would have heard this last vid, last podcast episode. I have a new video out. It's about be cleaning up those wheels on my Fiesta. If you haven't already seen it, I got some wheels which are relatively unique wheels. I don't want to say. Well, that's that's a yeah, that's actually grammatically incorrect. They are unique to one particular type of car. Um, they are OEM wheels. They came from the Ford. So we uh, did that. See, I like it. Yeah, um, the streetcar sport car. If you remember those cars. Um, there were wheels that were only provided for those cars. These wheels were not fitted to anything else in the Ford range. You won't see them anywhere else. I managed to get my, my hands on, on some, put them on the Fiesta. They look far better than the old wheels, way better. But I wanted to clean them up first, so that video is out. Uh, I've got the, uh, the Yaris, the GR Yaris video in the edit right now. That's hopefully going to be out soon. Probably, hopefully, by the time this podcast comes out. I can't be, can't guarantee that because I'm on holiday this week. Pull your finger out. <laughs> I know, but oh, I'm, I'm on you holiday shot two, this week. You shot that two years ago. I, <laughs> feels like it, doesn't it? Uh, no, I'm on holiday this week. I've got my son for the whole week. So I obviously want to spend time with him rather than sitting on the computer all day editing. So, um, you know, when I can, I will get that edited. Um, so I've got that. That was a ceramic coating, a light ceramic coating going on the GR Yaris. I also filmed at the weekend uh, cleaning of a friend's uh, Astra VXR, a lovely blue the Astra VXR. And, yeah, I saw um, that on your Pimpstagram. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's more to it than that one. There was some, quite a bit of work that needed doing with that one. Um, I really urge you to watch that video when it comes out because it was interesting to see uh, the, the things that you learn about a car. We, we've talked about this before, about how you become much more intimately knowledgeable about the car when you spend a good amount of time properly cleaning it down and trying to decontaminate it. You start to learn the the idiosyncrasies of your car your car's paint you got to figure out where certain damage lies that maybe you never noticed it before but when you take your time and you go over it and things that you feel and for me it wasn't something that i saw but it was something that i felt while washing the car that led me to phone in the guy and saying i need to do more to this car are you okay with me going in for a bit of decontamination here and maybe a bit of clay for example and he said look you don't have to ask me i trust you implicitly with the car i know you're not going to do anything wrong with it so you go ahead whatever you need to do you just go ahead and do which was really nice to have that level of trust um because this is his his baby you know and um and i found more wrong with this car than than he possibly knew and then you get to see the outcome of it afterwards so a few wee spoilers there but still enough to kind of whet your appetite hopefully so i really enjoyed doing that video. Also a piece of news that we, this is kind of following on from something that happened previously when you and I were at Wax Stock this year. 
we were oh, yeah. uh, chatting to Sam and Rosie from Sam's Detailing. Um, yes. They were absolutely yes. lovely, wonderful, wonderful people. Very, very friendly and welcoming. And they very, very kindly gave us one of their drying towels each uh, while we were there. I finally got to put it to use at the weekend. Um, really? Yeah, with, <laughs> it's been that long. <laughs> I finally got around to using yeah. it. Um, because it was just sat there. I'll tell you why. I used another drying towel, which I've had for a while now, and it it seemed like it just wasn't doing enough. Now, I had wetted the towel, and these drying towels, they work better if you dampen them because the, the fibres will be primed and ready to then absorb more water. So you, should, you shouldn't really go into a car with a dry drying towel because it can just push water around. So... My other drying towel just wasn't performing so well. So I walked back into the garage and had a look around. And sure enough, here was the Sam's detailing drying towel. I thought, right, okay, I'll give this a go. Took it across. I'm going to tell you this. The hype that they talk about this and the hype that other people talk about it, it's well worth it because this was an absolutely fantastically absorbent towel. Although it's only one-sided, it did a fantastic job. I cannot argue it. So thank you very much, Sam and Rosie. Very kind of you guys. Really appreciate that. I was really, really happy with that. Like, honestly, genuinely, it was one of these, throw it on the panel and just drag it off. Done. Dry. Yeah, it's not too, it's not too big either. Is no, it? it's, it's not, not. It's not like I, unmanageable or anything like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really enjoyed that towel. So um, that's most of my news, Paul. Go ahead and uh, divulge your latest uh, incidents. God, how long have you got? Uh, well, we'll start with the socials. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> we might need two for this one. Uh, I'll start with the social side of things before we get into the detailing side of things because I've got quite a bit to tell mm. you. But the social side of things, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I am my mate's best man. Now, I don't just mean you, but my mate at work is getting married. So we were racking our brains for months and months and months and trying to decide where to go for the stag do. Now, obviously, he, he has some input in this. And because his dad was coming, and a, 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 one of our other colleagues is slightly older, sort of 61, I think he is. His old man's about 64. So paintballing and, you know, go-karting and uh, parachute jumping were kind of off the table. <laughs> uh, plus the fact I'm scared of heights. Um, so we thought, well, oh, you know, everything went for our brains. It's, it, I'll tell you what happened. It, it started out as, as like far-flung places like Spain. Mm. And he gradually worked it back. <laughs> A little bit closer to time, and we ended up in Lincolnshire. Yes, Costadale, Lincolnshire. Specifically? Uh, we went to... Who? Specifically? Yeah. Spe- no. yeah well, we ended up in Skeg... Where specifically in Lincolnshire? Oh, Skegness. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, yes. Skeggy, as they say. Oh, um, yes. the Sorry, it's been a long week. The flattest <laughs> place known to man. Um... All I can say is cabbages and I think any rather root vegetable. It just seems to be cabbages everywhere. I'm not talking about the people. Come on. That's just rude. But it's a very, very flat place. And we were headed to Butlins. There was a group of six of us. And it was Samantha's idea, my lovely wife, to go to Oktoberfest. Now, you know I like a cheeky beer occasionally. <laughs> just, just one. Yeah, just one, as you know, from Waxstock. Um, so we were headed there. Um, all I can say is the, the the place itself is very, very good. They're very good at what they do. The staff are incredible, very, very helpful. It is, on the whole, very clean. It's very tidy. However, the rooms themselves are a little bit basic, and they're not exactly the most cleanliest of, of you know accommodation. They're, I mean, it's built in 1936. You know, it was part of the war effort. Um <laughs> I, <laughs> Seriously, it was the the army actually stayed there. I don't Shut think they had a fun fair. No, no way. It's well do- yeah, it's well documented. I don't think they had a fun fair at the, so- at the time. <laughs> they weren't going on a big wheel and like machine gunning people. You know that didn't really catch on. But um, yeah, it's it's a very very. I, I always sort of turn my nose up at places like this because I'm not a huge holiday park sort of get up Shane Ritchie type person because I just find them really annoying. But it was actually one of the best weekends I'd had. And it wasn't just because I was with some friends and the, this copious amount of alcohol we consumed, good God. It was just a really good vibe. There was people dressed up in lederhosen. There was people dressed up as, you know, man members, I can say that. Um, <laughs> I got chucked out, actually. We couldn't understand why. We thought it was the blow-up doll. It wasn't. Um, it was the fact one of them was dressed as a man member. 
and the other one was dressed as a man member coat. I'll leave it at that. Um, and it was deemed as um, <laughs> distasteful, apparently. Nothing, to, you know, there was other people dressed up as all sorts of stuff, as policemen and God knows what. We just went as we, you know, we were in our, in our civvies, as they, as they call it. And um, we were at the bar on the first night, about five pints in, because we'd been to the snooker club. I'm not that keen on snooker, to be honest with you. I find it on the same level as cricket. Dull as watching Artex dry. It's not It's not my thing. So me and my mate said, look, we're going to go back to the room. We're going to get togged up, have a few sherbets. So we went to the bar. We stood at the bar, and they, the DJ announced that Chesney Hawks was coming on. Now, that's a throwback, isn't it? I, I really want to sing right now, but it's not going to happen. Well, I'm the one and only. Please yeah. don't. Um, yeah, anyone who doesn't know Chesney Hawks is just Google him. Oh, blimey. He was actually incredibly good. Very, very talented uh, man. His son, 16, was on the guitar. His brother's on the drums. It's all kept in the family. Really, really good. And we saw quite a few acts. Um, and we decided, like a, as grown men do, we would hit the splash pool the next day. Now, the splash pool is fine. It's great. It's just a normal pool on like the outside of it. But then you've got the water sh- slides. Um, now, in my head, I thought that was a good idea until about halfway down. And then I realized that my trunks had gone up to my middle intestine. And I couldn't see where I was going. So I would urge anybody not to go on the water slides, especially after about six or seven pints of Guinness. It's not a good idea. Uh, we came off of that. And then it had like a volleyball competition. And then like a... A salt course where the the people that you know the lifeguards that were working there proceeded to chuck buckets of water over as if someone in their fifties who can barely walk around on his own feet normally sober needed that. <laughs> so yeah, very very funny weekend. That's the social side of things. Uh, getting over that on the detailing side of things, it's really really busy at the moment. If you're obviously following me on my social, um, literally today, which would be a week's time, <laughs> we see the Valet Pro stuff. Um, I'm going to be working with Valet Pro, teamed up with Valet Pro. When I say teamed up, I'm going to be doing some paid videos. These are how-to videos. There's going to be three videos, um, winter decon and protection, and then a maintenance wash winter one, and then an interior video. So they're all coming up. I look forward to these because... Yeah, I know, am as well. Valet Pro has been a brand that I kind of used as a kind of next step up from using some of the like supermarket stuff and then the uh, the auto glim and things like that valet pro was another one of those brands i think it was their their bilberry wheel cleaner was my I first ever wheel one of those, outside of yes yeah, car plan or one of those though. brands where it's where you just dip your toe into the detailing scene yeah it was one of the ones that i, I and that's exactly what it was and i was dipping my toe so i think i used bilberry as my first wheel cleaner i used their citrus pre-wash that was my first foray into pre-washing before going down the route of uh, snow foams and things like that so yeah i'm really interested to see what these are going to come out yeah, with, because it, it, um, you know, the reason i'm working with these guys is um, I've been on the phone for quite some time with uh, with Greg talking about how we're going to do it, and it's when people say paid videos, they just goes paid review, paid review, it's biased. It's not a review. <laughs> I have <laughs> to say to everyone that's listening to this, it's not a review. It is a showcase of a procedure. I've got a car in to do it. There's going to be a car which you may have seen on the channel before, which is going up for sale. So I'm using the chemicals and the know-how to get this car prepped for it, to, to sell it, but it's also done in a way that if it comes to the end of the year and your car needs like a refresh, i.e. decontamination, hand polish, machine polish, there's going to be both in this video, then this might be the video for you. And Valet Pro have provided everything for me to do that, and that is why it's, it is going to be a paid review. I'm not going to disclose anything. I have never took any money on my channel i don't think you know i mean i've, I've been on about this for a while because my channel does not it's very difficult to support my channel you know everything that me and specky do i'll say this openly that our computers audio equipment camera equipment is all provided by us we're not actually sponsored by anybody but i just thought it was about time i did it at this level and um, mm. so that's the valet pro stuff um also because you know i'm low on these uh, i'm gonna be doing another pressure washer review <laughs> not just one about three um 
Oh, yes. what a surprise. I know. So, James... Uh, uh, you really are trying to make a physical representation out of my 11-teen joke, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm living up to yes. that. Uh, so, <laughs> are the pressure washers. Uh, James got in touch with me a few weeks ago, actually, and I've been on the phone to him. Um, he is going to be dealing with me, uh, and we're looking at different ones which are going to be featured on the channel. I won't say which one I've picked. I looked at the range and I thought, well, it's got to be something affordable. It's got to be something that's got is ready to go. I.e., it's got the snow foam lance. It's got quick release, and you know, it's got built-in stubby gun, all the rest of it. And we've been talking mm-hmm. about where these things are manufactured. There's numerous other things, but he's actually going to come down. I'm probably going to film some of this as well. So it's quite nice to show a bit of B-roll within the review, and he's going to show me all the tricks and how it works and all the rest of it, some of the features, some things I may not know. So that's that. I've also got in January, we're going to flick over to another brand, Ultimate Finish. Obviously, I've been doing the Big Boy Foma Pump Sprayer battery one. Mm-hmm. Not to everyone's cup of tea because obviously it's quite pricey. Um, they, Big Boy, are releasing a commercial pressure washer. Now, when I say commercial, this is kind of falling in the camp of Kranzel. So it's a big, heavy-duty machine. It's going to be aimed at the mobile guys, maybe the workshop-based guys. Um, and the first thing I said to those guys was, well, is there a backup? Is there, like, a service plan? They are looking at service plans, spare parts, O-rings, pumps, all that sort of stuff. That's going to be coming up in January. And then in February, we're going back to other pressure washers because they're releasing a new machine, and that is coming as well. So, guess what you got for your birthday? Um, That's sponge. right, it's a BMX. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's, congratulations, you live uh, 60 miles from the coast, you've won a boat. <laughs> Bullseye. Exactly. Awesome. What a series. Bring it back. Let's have a look at what you could have won. Oh, dear. So that's, that is pretty much me up to date. Um, I am... Awesome. Yeah, so it's it's... There's a lot going on behind the scenes as well, and if, if anyone's been obviously following me and Specky and listening to the podcast, we are still bashing a podcast out, and we have some very interesting future guests coming up. So make sure you yeah we do yeah make sure you stay tuned for that. Oh, uh, that reminds me, we need to send that next yes, guest. Yes, uh, that's right. Yes, yes, him. We need to get in touch. That with man, him. Yes, yes. him. Him. Oh, him who cannot be named, but um, no, I don't name him. Is well. We can't name him, no. but um, he is well known. Also, he's well known in on, in the industry. Oh, on yes. the subject of Harry Potter, very sad news that Robbie Coltrane passed away. A giant. Yes, I heard literally. that. Very sad news. Yeah, not an old. Child. Very much so. I mean, you know, especially like you know, being a a Scotsman, he was obviously very well known in in Scotland because there was a lot of things that he did television wise that perhaps weren't always broadcast everywhere. You know. Um, and so there were there were things that maybe had gone under the radar as find as far as the rest of the UK is concerned. But it was very very well known. I, I had a lot of time for Robbie Coltrane, and I was really you know I was over the moon to see him getting this recurring role in uh, Harry Potter and so on. He'd, he'd had so many other roles and so many other different things, and he flew under the radar in in different things that he did. He didn't make a big deal of himself. Um, always always uh, very well uh, respected and regarded and um yeah real shame actually because there's um there's not many people like him you know he was a very flexible guy very flexible with his comedy mm, bit like us you know <laughs> we t- we take flexibility to another level we, we do we're very flexible as in is that what you call comedy <laughs> yes uh oh yes you just touched on the nerve there on the subject of humor uh and mm. maybe content creators which can be let's just say slightly childish i'm obviously talking about myself um i had a an interesting mm. comment um by a certain individual we're not going to name him because we don't want to <laughs> put his name up in lights and um <laughs> This guy has been following me for quite some time. Now, you probably think this is odd, that somebody will remark on a video and it be negative, but yet they still watch you. You think, that's kind of like, oh, stop kicking me in the nuts. No, oh, stop it. Oh, but carry on. You know? It's like, you don't like me, but you continually watch me, but you'd rather leave me a negative childish comment but you'll still watch me. I don't understand. Anyway, yeah. so it was a, a garage therapy video. It was the one that's floating around at the moment, the uh, fantastic garage therapy version to Snow Foam, spoiler alert. Um, mm-hmm. 
and this guy clearly has an issue with Zed Brand and obviously me. And he'd, he'd mentioned that it would have been better if I'd have just power washed the back of the car off for a 50-50 and then put the foam on and yada, yada, yada. And then he uh, said something like, um, I won't say what he said because it's quite rude to the to the brand, but he basically said we were all, mm. all having trouser accidents because it was garage therapy and we're all fanboys and all the rest of it. And I, lots of people listening will probably think, Paul, you're 51 years old, don't take any notice of it, just brush it off. And I, the reason I took it personally is because 98 and possibly 99% of the comments I get on YouTube are incredibly positive. Their user experiences, their people sharing what they've been doing, they've used products, it doesn't have to be garage therapy. And even I've had other videos and people saying, oh, I've used this and I've used this. And I'm like, oh, really? I was interested. And it's interaction. So I sent him one back. And I reacted quite badly to it. And I've actually deleted the comments. But it just got me thinking that do, when people watch videos, are they watching it with a critical eye to angle, think of something nasty to, to say to that person? Because when I watch any video, not even car videos, I'm just thinking, do you know what? I really enjoyed that. That was really good. What a beautifully shot video. Really enjoyed it. Thumbs up. You know, to this day, I can honestly say I have never put a thumbs down on a video. Not that it makes any difference because it's all interaction. If you put a thumbs down on one of the videos, it doesn't make any difference. YouTube loves it. It's interaction. But I thought, that person's taken the time to make that video. Why have I got to write some stupid comment? The reason is, is because I'm not 13. And <laughs> I took this guy to task and basically called him immature. And then he didn't like it. And do you know what he said? He said... If you want immaturity, why don't you look at the rest of your content over the years? And I thought, ooh, <laughs> that's a bit, of a, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit of like meow. Meow. That's a bit low, below the belt. And and I saucers of milk for table two. <laughs> exactly. And I I just thought, yeah, I am immature. I can be stupid. I can be daft. But life is a very very short thing, and we're only here for a look round, as as many people will say. Why be negative and, and why not have a laugh? You know, it's a mundane task yeah. cleaning a car at the end of the day. It can be made entertaining by me being a bit of a clown. I don't mean stupid, but I am quite dry. I am quite droll. Cleaning wheels isn't the most exciting thing in the world. It's therapeutic for me doing it, but for you guys watching it, it can be a little bit boring. I might su suggestively use some wheel brushes in a manner of fact, in a in a manner that's only deemed for top shelf material on the corner shop. <laughs> you know that sort of thing is me. That is me. I am as daft as they come. I have a very serious job. I work on the railway. I I'm a welder for a living. I've been staring at a bright light for thirty years. I still don't know what it is. I could be a moth. I don't know. But really, when it comes to comments, and he was the only one, the only one that said anything nasty. And I thought, you need a bit of a cuddle, mate. You even need a cuddle. Or maybe you need your head put in the device. I'm not too sure. But he's moved on. I found it interesting, though, that you, you said to him, I'd be interested to um, see the video that you make about this. Well, this is a classic. This is an old thing I sent to Phil Miranda. I said, you need to, to react in a way that's professional. You know, and I said, because he basically was dissing the video. And I said, well, you must know better than me because, you know, you obviously are professional. I'd love to see your video. Nothing. Tumbleweeds. Didn't get a reply. Yeah. That's exactly it. They're, they're quick to criticise you. But they will never come out with anything that, you know, as far as their content to say, look, here's how you should have done it. Here's how you should have made the video. They, they won't do it. They'll just, they're just happy to nitpick at you. And it is terribly sad and unfortunate. Um, and I've told, I and I, and I have told you to stop doing it, Specky. Numerous occasions. <laughs> Damn it, my pseudonym <laughs> has been discovered. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, it's funny. So I, I remember there was a film, actually. A film, and this this is what leads me to thinking about this. Um, it was called Private Parts, and it was the story about uh, Howard Stern, the shock jock radio I've host in, in the US. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was, the, the, his, he was hired by MSNBC or something like WNBC. And... Uh, the guy that was his new producer would really didn't like the way he did things, and and he was 
he, honestly, he was like trying to rule over him with an iron fist, and this guy just couldn't be tamed. So they changed a few things around, and they tried to try different things to kind of get around him and stuff. And he he was asking, well, "What are the ratings? What are the pollings on this? What are people saying? You know, you know, uh, such and such people are um, you know listening, and the reason for listening is I want to hear what he says next." And he said, yes, yeah, that's all the positives. What are the people who don't like it? Oh, even more people are actually saying they don't like it, but they're tuning in more often. Reason is, I want to know what he says next. This is what it comes down to, is that there are people out there who would love to rip you to shreds and keep coming back to watch more of your stuff because they want to know what else they can say about you. They want to know what you're going to say yeah, next. So, I never looked at it like so that. They, can, they can voice their opinion. Mm. No, I'll just carry on doing it. It's really, it's... It'll just, just spurs, kind of, it just spurs me on to make yeah. even more videos to make more people suffer. <laughs> I don't see... This is the thing. You say suffer, but, you know, I don't think anybody who watches your videos genuinely suffers or anything like that. They watch it because you are an enjoyable character. You have character. Whereas there are content creators out there who do not have the same level of character. They have a different way of going about it. It takes all sorts to make content. We've talked about this so many times on the on the podcast about the fact that you and I are very different characters. We have our own special ways of, of creating content. There are subscribers that you have that I don't. There are subscribers that I have that you don't. So we don't always generally broadly appeal to absolutely everybody. There's going to be something that someone says, I like his content, but his accent pisses me off. And that Paul Dolden, he's just as bad, you know? Yeah. It's fine. It's going to happen. He's it's a company gazer. Yeah, exactly. Someone is, oh, I, I don't like this all right, mate. Oh, yeah, I don't, I've, all right, I'm going to do this. I've, I've got my two brushes. I'm going to stick them in the different spokes of the wheels. Ah, you know? Thank you, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, other times, oh. yeah, shut up. Um, other times, people are going to watch my content and go, you know what? I really like the visuals and what he does, but that accent is so boring, mate. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone's going to diss my accent. Fine, okay, that's that's all no, right. It's a that's warm, it's a warm cuddle. But, we like it. We like it. It's a warm. It's a warm it's a fu- Bless you, but someone else, someone else is not going to say that. Someone else is going to say, "God, he sounds, he sounds like nails on a chalkboard." <laughs> Fine. Okay. <laughs> Listen, before we get too deep into this, we're not going to have a hell of a lot of time to actually talk about the main topic for tonight because we just had so much of this to talk about. You're right. We nearly needed a second episode. Sorry. The t- the topic of tonight's episode. Do you think I'm stupid? Right, this is where yes, it comes from, and maybe it's actually not... I'm sorry, I thought you were asking me. I oh, apologize. right, that's it, end of the episode. <laughs> Thanks very much. We'll just play the outro music now. See you next time, bye-bye. Um, no, where this comes from is is marketing, stupid marketing. Marketing that is so lazy in the detailing industry that, honestly, you have to then ask the companies in question that very question. Do you honestly think I am stupid? Do you honestly think that what I've seen here has to be taken as read? That however that is, whatever you've shown me is right. This came about from an advert. I will not say who because I don't want to be one of these guys that goes and and pokes all this kind of stuff. But I'm just going to tell you what happened. We saw a video of a product being used with what looked like a clearly, I don't want to say doctored, that's not the right word, but a car that was made deliberately dirty. Deliberately, to the point where you just looked at it and thought to yourself, that's a brand new car. There's no way it could be, it could get that dirty without you. Do you know what that reminded you. me of when I first watched Z video was the bit in view to a kill where the butler throws the dirty water over the over the car then goes to take it into town to get it cleaned after he's just cleaned it remember the one no I, I don't remember that in well, it I'm at sad, all I've so seen I remember it. many times but I, I'm sad so I remember it, I don't remember that bit at all but yeah. do you know what it might be a thing but yeah. Yeah, that's what it was I sent it to you and I said just just watch this watch this and tell me what you think I then sent it to another one of our friends and said here you go tell me what you think and both of you said exactly the same thing do they really think we're that stupid that we're not going to see through this? And it annoys me. We've said the same thing about iron fallout remover. 
Um, although, although I will hold my hand up to something for a moment here. Iron Fallout Remover, we've seen it many times in marketing. What makes, I'll ask you this, Paul, Paul what, it, what would you do if you were a marketing guy and you wanted to show off the effectiveness of your Iron Fallout Remover? Sprite, what would you do? Sprite, straight over a wheel that had not been cleaned, it not been all-purpose cleaned, it not having any brake cleaner, I'd spray it straight over the top of the black brake dust, so it bled like a stuffed deer. <laughs> wow, it's descriptive. Thank you. So yes, you would. You would take the filthiest wheel you could and get the greatest reaction possible. Yep. Because as you know, if you were to clean the wheel first, rinse it off, get in there with your wheel cleaners, yep. with your double brushes, with your EZ brushes, with your wheel woolies, however you want to do it, then when you go to hit that with your iron fallout remover afterwards, it's not going to light up like crazy. No, it's going to be very minimal. It's going to be very minimal. It's mi- so yeah, absolutely. Not, you won't maybe, you'll see something, Yeah, but, it, so, but you won't see so the, the impact, entire wheel. Yeah, the impact of the video or the picture is, is going to be less impactable, if that's the word. Yeah, it's, it's not going to make... Uh, impactful. Impactful. Yeah, we'll go with impactful. impactful. Yes. That's a, that yes. as well. Um, yeah, it's not going to... People aren't going to go, yeah, and? What's it do then? Yeah. So that's the idea behind yeah. it. This is what we're getting at with this this whole rant. Um, that's exactly it. And and watching this video, this was clearly a sort of, let's, let's just chuck some dirt on the car and then we're going to show our product getting it off. And the... <laughs> Lazy the advertising. Problem with very it, lazy. It was very lazy because the problem with it was that as they were applying a pre-wash product to it, you could see the product just being pushed off from the pressure that was coming out of a little pump sprayer. So you could see it, it wasn't bonded dirt. It wasn't no. sticky dirt. No. It wasn't traffic film that's built up over months. It wasn't grime that had been left there for, for a few months on. it. This was clearly fresh dirt that had just been kind of chucked on and then allowed to dry. That is not a genuine representation of what your product can do. It's it's not. So this company does assume that a percentage of viewers looking at that are going to go, wow, check that yeah. out. The rest of us who already know about how car care works, and we've, we've washed our cars... We've washed our cars more than three times. We happen to know what dirt looks like and what grime looks like and things like that. And that wasn't grime. No. That was just some fresh mud. You know, so we look at that and we go, what? Why are did What was your description, Paul? You said something like you're in the middle of a stock take. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. You're in the middle of a stock take. This is what you said to me. You said someone just was in the middle of a stock take and said, by the way, did you get that video out for the latest product? And they went, oh, Christ, no. Hang on a minute. Let me just go. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I literally yes. ran outside five minutes later and yeah, shot the video. Yeah. Done it. You know, with no prep time. Exactly. You're, the right way to show off a product like that would be to get a genuinely yeah, dirty car like, and do a 50-50. Yeah, like my last you know, one. Something like that. Baked on, exactly. baked on crap. St- a road film. A yes. build-up of road film. There's no use us as YouTubers. Say this week, there is YouTubers that make videos every single week. Hats off to them. Heather is one of them. Well done, Heather. Auto, oh, auto amazing. Car care. She's got an influx of all these different cars. <laughs> well done. Auto car care. Auto care. You mean auto care HQ? That's <laughs> That's him. Yes. Um, <laughs> honest to God, this cold has rendered... Not only have I got verbal dyslexia, I can't hear properly. I'm coughing and can barely breathe. It's, yeah. That as well. Right. So, <laughs> if you produce videos every week, and I we went through this in the early stages when we started uh, doing YouTube, and you've got your car, so this week I'm, yeah. I'm testing a ceiling, a 12-month ceiling. And then the following week, you're going to go, right, I'm going to use a pre-wash. Obviously, it's going to come off the car a damn sight quicker. Visually, it's going to look fantastic because your car is caked up in LSP. You need, it's yeah. like 50-50s. Mine was a true 50-50. But if you go and do a 50-50 with a snow foam on a car, let's say, for example, I don't know, it might have been PPF'd. Who knows? Then yeah. that water behaviour is going to be so much better than a car say like a dull course of B or C a red one that's got oxidised paint, everything is going to be clinging to the, the surface, the water tension is just going to be you know it, it is, there isn't going to be any water behaviour because it's just going to be stuck on the car that is a true right. test 
Stuff is of obviously within advertising is to make it look really good. A classic is now we don't have these anymore, but we still have the digital versions. When you go to book a holiday, they make the pool look bluer. They make the sky look bluer. They make the grass look greener. Mm. They in enhance it. But when someone does a video in front of you and tries to pull a wool over your eyes, you're like, really? No, that's just wrong. Yeah. I've watched uh, a lot of these disaster videos, detailing disasters. That buzzword's been going around for the last three, four, five mm. years maybe, you know, thanks to Detailing Geek, um, who's highly successful. And actually, I think he's actually built his, his brand new studio. And I know videos about yeah. his studio build and stuff. Yeah, like but that, that so was he's clearly doing I well. Bet that was cheap. Um, <laughs> I don't think Wimpy. I don't think Wimpy went over and did it anyway. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a blast, isn't it? Wimpy, Wimpy, Barrett, <laughs> <laughs> helicopter. So um, God, I sound like Russ Abbott. Good God, he's, he's still alive. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> the name's Bond, Basil and Bond. <laughs> God, we're old. What's happened to this show? <laughs> What's happened? It's all gone horribly wrong. Now I've lost my train. All the new people, all the all the millennials are going to be like, who are they talking yeah. about? Who's Russ Abbott? <laughs> I think um, after talking, I don't know if it was Pan after he's had Pan on, but we were talking about detail and disaster videos and the, the, the ones, the big hitters out there. <laughs> there yeah. I'm sorry. There can't be that many barn finds. Really? There's a, a good, I won't name the channels, it's not fair on them, but they are very successful. They're very interesting to watch, but re- I mean, there was one of them. I, w- I won't name the video, but I watched it recently. I thought, I don't understand this at all. They rescued a car. They then did all the whole, you know, uh, power washing thing where they do the 50-50s and all the gunks coming off. This thing had paint damage, it had dents, it had a flat tire. They did all the decon stuff. They machine polished it. And do you know where they took that car? They took it to a friend because he was going to turn it into a race car. I'm sorry, why did you even bother machine polishing it and then coating it in some wax or something when they're probably either going to spray it white and slap a number on the side? Fairly pointless. I think I know the one, I think I know the one you're talking about. You know about, the one actually, I mean, yeah. And I, and I kind of yeah, thought... Yeah, I questioned that yeah, one myself. Yeah. Guys... Like, you yeah. put in all that effort and then we're going to strip it down and race it. You know, and then... It, I think if we're... going to care? Yeah, and I think we're probably talking at the same channel. They've had cars on there which they're very, very rusty. And I know there are channels which will still machine polish a rusty car and then sell it for what it is. But they'll make the rest of it look... It's called patina, isn't it? Because people love to see the patina. Yeah. But these are literally going for the killer view counts just for the sake of it. And and that can be a bit misleading while we're on the subject of being misleading. And I thought, nah, come on, guys, we're not knobheads. Well, not all the time. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we are talking. It, I think it's quite bad because um, if anyone's coming into this industry, as a, you know, into this hobby, this passion of ours, and they do want true representation of an advert, I think it's quite misleading because they are going to take it home, they're going to mix up the dilution rate and they're going to try it on their car, whatever they're talking about, whatever pre-wash it may be or whatever, and it's not going to have the same effect and they're just going to think, well, hang on, when I watched that video, that dirt just fell off as soon as I, like, took it out of the box. It was instantaneous. And I, on a serious note, it it isn't any good for anybody. It's very, very misleading. And this is something that we're very aware of. We have to be very, very careful on the day when we film. What you see is what you get. This is what happened. And it's like you say in all your videos, you'll say, these were my experiences on the day. You know, it's not yes. like you rehearsed it and did it. Well, it says 100 mil, but I'll, t- I'll put 180 in just to make sure. It's generally, we're, we're very, very strict, and that's how we do it. Um, and, and it works, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Pretty poor taste. Bit, it's very lazy. You know, you know how long these things take to shoot and to set up and everything else. Cameras, tripods, buckets, all your gear. And I just think it's a bit poor, really. A bit naff. Oh, speaking of which, I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a little thing here. Um, I know you and I have already talked about it, but I think we'll we'll talk about this here just because there's not a huge amount more to say about this, but about about misleading and things like that. But. You're talking about setup and things like that, and I think I've found a new favorite, faster way of of washing the car, 
is the one bucket method. And this is coming off the back of things you've been telling me about recently. Mm. So you've been going on about the fact that you like to spray shampoo all over the car. I do. And then you use what's left in the foam lance to then top it up in the bucket to give it nice... uh, Bang in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. So I was thinking about this the other day um, when I did uh, the video review on the the Astra. And so I, I thought to myself, you know... Is there a faster way I can go about doing this? And I remembered your your spraying the foam in the bucket, and I thought, okay, I could do that. I could I could maybe put the the shampoo into the foam lance, spray it on the car. And while I was thinking about that, I thought, do I really want to wait to fill up the bucket? Let's be perfectly honest. Even with good water pressure, getting twenty liters of water into a bucket. Yeah, it takes a bit of time, you know, and sometimes you just want to get a move on. You want to, you know, just shift on. And um, so I thought maybe I'm just going to fill up one bucket. So I had my uh, my clear 20 litre bucket and I filled that up with water, put a grit guard in the bottom of it and just used that along with uh, a noodle wash pad. And I'm going to tell you this, it, I think it's now my new favourite way to wash a car. For multiple interesting reasons, actually, and this is this is what I think is great, is that a lot of shampoos have good foam stabilizers in them, which means that they will will be able to go through a foam lance quite well and foam up quite nicely. So I filled up my detailed online lance. That's my kind of favored lance for most of my uses. Plug. And I threw the shampoo. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> advertising. Just, just in case anyone's asking. I, I, it's not advertising. I'm getting no money for it. I'll say, say that up front. I'm getting no money from detailed online at all. I just like their products. But there's no foam lance. I just It's one of my favored products. So I like to use that. Uh, but it's just in case anybody's asking. So uh, I put the shampoo into that and I must have put maybe 25, 30 mil of shampoo into the the Lance bottle and then topped it up with water. Sprayed it onto the car, foamed up lovely. um, And then I just grabbed my my wash pad and started going over it. Now, what I noticed straight away was, one, I'm getting extra slickness. It just feels slicker. Right, so it's much nicer. There is that, yeah. So it already had a pre-wash, it had a snow foam, all these things anyway. But by getting the shampoo onto the car, I was... It's interesting. If you if you go a two-bucket method, a traditional two-bucket method, you've got all your shampoo in, in the bucket, then you have to bring it over. But you're not bringing a huge amount of shampoo with you because it's all running down the side of the car. But by spraying the, the shampoo yeah. on... Or on the floor in that yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But if you're spraying it onto the car, you're actually getting more shampoo on the car. Yeah. And if you're going to be using 20 to 30 mil in a wash bucket, which is probably a fairly standard number for most shampoos nowadays, then if you put it in the lance instead and you only use your bucket as your rinse bucket, I found that technique to actually work out better for me than anything else and i was really really pleased with with how it felt how the fact that i was getting loads of shampoo onto the car as opposed to just bringing it over in the wash pad you know i keep saying i liked it yeah i keep saying in the videos it makes for a much better wash experience it's a much easier one yeah and it minimizes wash marring so it's it's the way forward. I think it is. I think I think it. I think it's I the first future. It. I think the two bucket method has kind of been and gone. I think this well, could I, be the the future of detail. I will still use two buckets, but I have to admit, when I do use that method, I do use less of the rinse water. I look in the rinse water. I think, yeah. Jesus, I've not rinsed it more mitt, but I have. There's just nothing really coming out of it because it's obviously got all those soapy suds and it's got all the lubricants and this is what we're all about less you know less chance of marring your clear coat you've done done job yeah i know obviously it can use a bit more product i tend to use a bit more than 25 mil because that's because i'm just a hapless fool and squirt loads of stuff in uh and i'm mm-hmm. just a lunatic but um i have overdone it with the shampoo i'd urge you not do that oh my god yeah that is literally <laughs> like putting 
St. Ivel. Shaving cream. It, it's, oh, it's bad. And it, you can't get rid of it. It's like Philadelphia all over your car. It, it is. It's like a cheesecake. It's like turning your, your car into a cheesecake. Um, it, yeah, don't put too much in. My God. Did I hear you right? Cheesecake. Oh, no. I do. I do. Garlic apo- bread. I do apologise, everybody. <laughs> right off off track. There's probably love a, a bit of Peter Kay. Love Peter Kay. Bring him back. Um, I think we've covered everything. Where did he go? What do you mean, bring him back? Where did he go? He took a break, didn't he, for about five, six years. Had family trouble, I think. Did he? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? I I didn't know this. Because oh, really? I just see his stuff on YouTube and TikTok all the time, and I'm oh. like, ha, Peter Kay is funny. Uh. Look, I thought Mr. T was dead. Okay, give me a break. Yeah. Can I have a mini rant? A very, very mini rant. It's only a quick one. <sighs> All right, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me give you an intro for this one. Mini rant. Go on. Oh, was that it? Oh, sorry. I was waiting for the big echo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a mini. It's a mini rant. It's not, it's not, it's not yeah. a mid-show rant. It's so a mini this, rant. Go this on. comes from the last two or three weeks. Um, I've been a little bit under the weather. I may have mentioned it a couple of times, having man flu. Pity vote. <laughs> Go subscribe. Um, and <laughs> get it in there while you can. Boom. So uh, <laughs> I've been a bit short-tempered, a bit, bit tired, a bit tetchy, you know, a bit short. I can never be as short as you. That's impossible. But very <laughs> something's been really grating on me, and I've mentioned this many times before, and it's got to the point where I can't hold it in any longer. SUV drivers are officially the worst drivers on the road. They're absolute cretins. I have been <laughs> stuck behind one every day this week and last week. And on top of it, just to add insult to injury, one of the worst vehicles known to man on the road, Nissan Leaf, stuck behind one of them twice in the same week. And all f- of the other thing <laughs> is, why do people leave the island where I live on a Sunday night the same time as I do, pull out in front of me, and they're going to do about 25 miles an hour. And most of them are SUVs. Where are they going? I d- Where I are they all going? Why do, why do we need SUVs? They, they are utterly pointless vehicles. Utterly pointless. They're supposed to be for, I don't know, recreational something, four-wheel drive, I don't know. Sport utility vehicles, supposedly. What's sporty about what them? What's sporty about them? <clears throat> Nothing. I don't know. When they say sport, I think like maybe you know taking your kids to the football, that kind of sport. Because I, I can't imagine it would be anything. I hate else. the people that drive them as well. They're just they're the same people that go to centre parks. You know, they get charged fifty quid, <laughs> charged fifty quid to look at a squirrel, and they think they've had a good holiday. I don't know. They're just they're just annoying. <laughs> they're not middle class. They're above middle class. It's sort of like they're direct. They're a director of a company that makes paper clips somewhere in Birmingham. I don't know. Could be just annoying. They're just annoying me. It's specific. Well, it is. They're just annoying, and I I don't see the point of them. And it's normally, you know, one person will be in it, or or it's two people, and they've got two little dogs or a poodle or something. I don't know. And I think I most tell you what, I'm really glad. I'm shopping for a new car right now, and I'm really glad I'm not looking at SUVs because I wouldn't suddenly I wouldn't I would let be you. Nothing but I'd ring them up. You. I'd say, don't sell it to him. He doesn't want it. I would never. You'd, you'd be up here. You'd be up here for my wedding next year, and you'd be like, you know, letting the tires down and smashing my windows in and things like that. Yes, I would be. <laughs> right, that's my rant over. No more. All good nature okay. stuff. Right, thank you. Yeah, fine. Uh, yeah, well, that's another point. I might. Hopefully, it would be nice if by the next next podcast, I might have a replacement to the Fiesta. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But. Um, I've just, I've gotten fed up with the Fiesta. It's time for it to go. Um, I get bored of cars very easily. If anybody's actually followed me on YouTube or Instagram for long enough, you guys will know I don't keep cars for long. Uh, I, I I get really into them and I'm like, yes, this is the greatest thing and I'm going to buy all the bits for it and I'm going to yeah, do this, that. And then I go, nope. Shit. Suddenly I wake up one morning. <laughs> I just wake up one morning and I'm like, I've had enough of you. I've literally had enough of you. I hate you. <laughs> That's what I said to you before we started recording. Every time I get in the car now, I'm just like, I hate you. Please die. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, want, I don't know. Many. I want the car to die. I just want it to be gone. I, mean, I just want S- it to go. Samantha's car's got a, a choke. Your car's got a pin number. It's got a card reader in it. Because every time you get in it, you get a bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, have to, you, don't, you don't have a push button start. You have a, 
<laughs> Keyless entry with your Barclay card. <laughs> <laughs> That's five hundred eighty-nine pound, please. It's it's not just because it's cost me a bit of money. It's it's a great a car, right, Fiesta? It's 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 a great car. I, it's a fantastic car. I would never say to anybody, don't buy a Fiesta. I'm just fed up with it now. Yeah. I am I, fed up with it. It's this particular one has just caused me one too many problems, and I'm just no longer able to. I just can't. I can't handle it anymore. I need something different, and you know what I'm looking at. And I'm I'm crossing my fingers. I'm crossing my fingers that I get this one because you know it. You and I may have a, a sort of slight familial commonality, shall we say, is maybe the best way to put it. We'll see. Yep. Right, okay. Rant over with. You've had your rant about your fart tester. I've had me rant about yep. stupid, pointless vehicles, i.e. Yes. Stupid, useless vehicles. Stupid, which, useless vehicles. Which is uh, what That's SUV stands for. End of. <laughs> Thanks for listening. There you go. That's the end of that one. Good. Okay. <laughs> so about the most random ending we've ever had to an episode. Thank you very much for listening. We really do hope you have enjoyed this one at home. Just been a bit of a giggle for Paul and I. Hopefully the next episode we'll see our next very interesting guest on. We will confirm that later on though. So don't hold your breath just yet. We're going to make a few more phone calls and uh, make sure they get the right kind of biscuits that they like. Things like yes. that. You know, it's, it's yeah. always impor- important with things like that. People of this stature. Um, but in the meantime, thank you very much for watching. I have been Specky. I've been Paul. And we'll catch you up in the next episode. Thanks for your Bye bye. Can I blow my nose now? No.